Welcome back to the Get Up and Glow podcast. I am your host and my name is Becca and I'm the owner of Be Strong. I am here to help you nourish your health, your mind and your happiness. So without further ado, let's jump on into this week's episode. First of all, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're having a fabulous festive week and I hope you're doing really, really well. As you will see by the title, this week we are doing a festive episode. One of my personal favourites, I'm not going to lie and I'm really freaking excited for it because we are in December now properly and Christmas is right around the corner so we want to get a bit festive, we want to talk about festive stuff and what better way to do that than doing a festive Q&A if you have been a listener for a long time of the podcast. First of all, thank you so much for listening to me nearly every single week. <laughs> but also, you will know that every year I do a little bit of a festive Q&A. So obviously, traditions stick. I'm answering some questions this week. And I'm also gonna go through five really important tips that are gonna help you with your food relationship this festive season. So we've got a bit of a mixture this week, very festive topics, um, but it's gonna be a very insightful, but also fun and lighthearted podcast episode this week. So let's get straight on in. Obviously, before I go through... um, all of the topics, I need to go through this week's crystal. Now, this week I have brought along malachite, mainly because it's a beautiful green colour, and I feel like the colour of malachite, if you've not seen it before, search it on the internet, it's absolutely stunning, and you definitely need some malachite because it's gorgeous, and it's such a beautiful green that it really just gives those, like, festive vibes, you know, like, that very bright green and it feels very festive that's mainly why I brought it along with me today um it's also a really really good crystal for absorbing any pain any negativity and can support with our positive mindset which we want through the festivities we want to feel absolutely amazing so that's what I've brought along with me this week and without further ado let's jump on into the episode so I'm going to start off with going through the tips to help with your food relationship this Christmas I feel like this is a very um, important topic to go through now you will know if you follow my Instagram or if you've listened to my previous podcast episodes I have discussed the importance of your food relationship anyway And I know through Christmas, like, let's be honest, there is more social plans, more food. A lot of the plans revolve around food or drink. There's more food out and about. There's more stuff going off. And I know that that can bring up a little bit of stress if we are working on our food relationship. And I know one thing that can really, really help is having some tips and some advice in place to support your food relationship. I have said it before in a previous episode, but if you are working on your food relationship right now, don't expect your food relationship to be like mega healthy, but it's the action that you take to support and soothe your food relationship that is going to be the key. And maybe if you're somebody who's been working on your food relationship for a while, these tips are still going to be very, very useful to support you. Because when your food relationship is in a better place, food relationship is in a better place, you will notice that being more mindful, being more present becomes so much easier. There's less stress, more freedom. And it's really going to have a positive impact on your enjoyment through Christmas, but also how you feel within yourself. So 
let's start with the first tip that's really, really going to help you. And that is making the choices which are best for you and owning the fuck out of them. Now, what I mean by this is ensuring that the decisions you make are aligned to you. Now, one thing that's really important when it comes to Christmas is asking yourself like, what is important to you? Like, what do you want to focus on? How do you want to feel? Um, you know, what can you do to support how you feel? What action can you take to support that? Because there is no right or wrong way of going through December. There's no right or wrong thing that you should work on. I feel like there's always so much pressure, especially within like the industry of like, oh, you need to work on fitness all the time. You need to work on this. But there's literally no right or wrong and you do what is best for you. Like I always say, don't force yourself to diet if you don't want to diet. If you want to, you can. If you want to work on your food relationship, you can. If you want to work on your mental health, you can. Like work on the things that are right for you and really check in with what is what is going to be the best for you through December. Off the back of that, it's going to support you making the choices best for yourself. And what I'd say here is in any moment where you're making a decision, especially in relation to food or drink, have a moment to ask yourself like, what is best for me? What is aligned to me? Like, what does my body want? Like, really check in with yourself. Because once you've made an aligned choice, you can own the fuck out of it. Because it's like, this has come from an empowered place. I've not done it mindlessly. Like, I've been very mindful because I've made this conscious choice. I'm going to own that decision. So maybe you go, oh, yeah, well, I am going to have that mince pie. Own it own that decision because you've checked in, you've decided it's a yes answer, it's come from an empowered place, so be like empowered by that choice, maybe you say no to something, you go, oh do you know what, I don't fancy a drink, own it, even if everybody else around you is drinking and you don't want to, own that decision because the, the, the best way to go through the festivities is doing what is right for you and the best way to acknowledge what that is, is checking with yourself, when you make an aligned choice, own it, and know that it's come from an empowered, aligned place from yourself, therefore, you don't need to worry about it, allow yourself and say to yourself, it's safe for me to own this, so that is going to be the first one, this is going to be very important from an alignment perspective, <clears throat> the next one that you want to do is when you are enjoying the festive food, really start taking your time when enjoying it. Now, let's be honest, we all can sometimes rush our food or eat quite mindlessly or not pay attention when we're eating. And I know with Christmas as well, if you're in like a social environment where there's people around, there's like conversations, other stuff are going on, like we can find it quite easy not to focus on our food. So what we want to do here is whether you're on your own eating or you're around lots of people, making that conscious effort to take your time, you know, slow down when, when you're eating, look at your food when you're eating, use your senses, um, check in with yourself, like focus on being present with that food and really enjoying it. Because not only are you going to increase your food enjoyment, which will support your food relationship and reduce things like guilt or worry because you're allowing yourself to enjoy the food, it's also going to allow you to feel more mindful. And when we feel more mindful around food, we can listen to our fullness better, we can feel more empowered by our choices, we increase feeling satisfied from the food and once again mindfulness then reduces things like overeating and um, reduces things like food guilt. I do just want to quickly add as like a little side note, you are going to overeat at Christmas, 
don't set the expectation that you're not going to overeat. I feel like overeating has been demonized in the industry so freaking much. And it's like, you should, you should never overeat. Overeating is always extremely bad. Now, if you're overeating from a mindless place or a, re- a reaction to restriction, then yes, that's something for us to work on if it's consistent overeating. But the reality is you're human. You're going to overeat sometimes. If you've made that conscious choice to go, do you know what? Even though I'm satisfied, I do fancy having a few more chocolates own it because it's come from a conscious place where don't go into the festivities thinking I shouldn't overeat and if I do overeat I'm a terrible person because you're human and we're sometimes going to overeat it's just when we're consistently doing it is something that we want to work on so that's just one thing that I really want to touch upon there because I do feel like overeating has been absolutely demonized within the industry um, and that can kind of help with your mindset around it a little bit of a side note I thought it's very important to say but yeah taking your time is going to be amazing for your enjoyment and your mindfulness which will then support your enjoyment around food and feeling more in control and more empowered around your food choices. The third thing, which isn't directly linked to food, but it is actually in relation to what you um, wear in your body image. The key here is to wear what you feel comfortable in. Whether it's wearing certain clothes that you feel comfortable in, certain styles that you feel comfortable, comfortable in, or just wearing the clothes that fit you you know, don't go through the festivities feeling like you have to squeeze into stuff or feeling like you have to wear certain things. You know, if you're somebody who isn't, you maybe your vibe isn't wearing like glittery dresses, maybe it's just not your thing. Don't feel like you have to go wear it. Don't feel like you have to try and squeeze yourself into stuff. Wear things that fit, own that, and wear things that you feel comfortable in. It's your body and we're doing the things that work best for us. We're wearing the stuff that is best for our body. We're not just trying to like squeeze ourselves into stuff or wear things on us because it is gonna impact body image. So give yourself permission to wear what you feel comfortable in wear the clothes that fit, wear the things that make you feel good and don't feel the pressure to do something that isn't you or to squeeze into stuff because once again, um, try not to go on a, on a rant or a tangent, but we see a lot of this stuff being like, oh, well, do this so you can fit back into your black dress, whatever it might be, but why are we doing that? Why not just wear the dress that fits you now and that you feel comfortable in? Like own where you're at now and appreciate your body and allow that love and respect towards your body by wearing the things that fit, that feel comfortable and that make you feel good because that's the most important thing. And once again, like even another thing, if you want to on Christmas day, like get dressed up, do that. If you want to wear your pajamas on Christmas day, do it. Don't feel the pressure to do something that doesn't make you feel comfortable. Do what is best for you and your body and be empowered by that as well. Now, you might be thinking like, why is this linking to food relationship? Because our body image and our food relationship link very, very, very closely. So if we can do the things that support our body image and how we feel within ourselves, it will have a very, very positive impact on your food relationship as well. So that is why we want to focus on our body image and how we feel. So just a reminder to wear what you feel comfortable in, don't feel any pressure and own that because naturally you're gonna feel much better and feel more comfortable, which will improve your festive enjoyment, but also it's gonna improve your food relationship because often what we find is um, when we notice more negative body image, 
it can impact our food behaviors, our food mindset. So when we can do things that support that, it's going to support our food relationship as well. So that is the third one, losing track of my numbers there. Your fourth one is make sure that you're keeping up the habits or the daily practices that support your well-being. So when you um, check in with like what's best best for you through December, you want to ask yourself like what action can you take that's going to support you with what's important to you or maybe you can ask yourself like how can you show up daily like what things can you do every day now for example if you're somebody who wants to look after your food relationship through December maybe you can do a daily mindful practice like journal or deep breathing or go spend some time beauty hunting outside something like that maybe you really want to keep up your healthy habits because they make you feel really good which supports your enjoyment make sure you drink your water make sure you get some fruit and veggies in set those habits or set those daily practices that are going to support you support how you feel support your food relationship support your nourishment because they're coming from a place of alignment once again I know I've touched upon it before but like the habits that we do are in place for nourishment that's why we do them. So identify what you can do to support how you feel and make sure you implement them. Like for me, through the festivities, I'm gonna make sure that I keep active and I go outside for my walks. Obviously I have to anyway because I have a dog, but even if I didn't, I'd still go because I know for me that fresh air supports my body image, my mindset, how I feel, it makes me feel good, it makes me feel energized. And I know for me anyway, because I've identified it, spending a lot of time with people, I know sometimes it can drain my batteries, so having that time for myself going for a walk really helps with that, so just check in with like what habits and daily practices can you do that are going to nourish you and support you through the festivities, because that's going to support your food relationship, support how you feel, and then make the festivities a more nourished time, because that is a very big key in your enjoyment around Christmas, so have a think about it, journal through it, and identify those things that you can do that are going to support you and then obviously make sure you do them from a place of self-kindness the third thing is don't try and burn off the food that you eat okay we might indulge a little bit more we might have a wider variety of food around christmas whatever it might be you don't need to go burn that off you don't need to think oh how many minutes of cardio can I do to burn off this food? And I literally oh, get so stressed when I see that. And I see these posts, which are like, you need to do this amount of time on the treadmill to burn your mince pie off. No, we don't need to do that shit, okay? And that is not what it's about. Firstly, the food is there to be enjoyed. And, you know, for a lot of people, enjoyment of food around the f- festivities is a part of the festivities. I know it is for me. We, we are there to enjoy it, not try and burn it off. And also, exercise is a gift and it is not a punishment. And when we go out of our way to try and burn food off, and that is the intention behind our exercise, that's going to really impact the relationship with our exercise. And we're going to start creating this mentality of I earn food, I punish myself with food, which will then drastically impact your food relationship and your uh, your relationship with exercise. So we want to break free from this. We don't want to think of, oh, how much exercise do I need to do to burn this food off? But instead, focus on the enjoyment and the mindfulness with food and allowing yourself to enjoy it non-judgmentally with no guilt or with no shame and focusing on taking your time enjoying the food being present and remember 
you can still exercise through the festivities because it for me for example going for walks makes me feel really freaking good but you're exercising because exercise is a gift exercise is nourishment and exercise is like a celebration of your body you know you can use your body to exercise which then is a form of nourishment. Does that make sense? So you're you're using your body to maybe go for a walk or exercise in whatever way you do. And that is like, you're appreciating your body because it's allowing you to exercise. It's not, oh, well, I'm going for this walk because I need to go burn off my dinner. It's going, I'm gonna go for this walk because the fresh air makes me feel good. It, I appreciate my body and what it allows me to do. And I know that it nourishes me by, me by being outside and maybe it supports my digestion a little bit. Can you see that the intent behind exercise is so different? The goal isn't saying, oh, you shouldn't exercise. Obviously, keep it up. It's a form of nourishment and well-being. It probably supports a lot of you with how you feel. <clears throat> but we don't want to be exercising going, oh, well, this is because I need to burn something off. It's actually flipping how we're exercising. So don't exercise to burn things off, earn things. But instead, exercise because you're gifting your body, you appreciate your body and what movement brings for you and the benefits that it gives you. And that's gonna be a really big shift because once again, if we go into this mindset of I'm burning off the food that I eat, we're gonna create this very like restrict overeat mentality. We're gonna then create food labels because we're gonna feel bad for the food that we've had. So we feel guilt, we feel shame. And then it just leads to quite a negative spiral with food. So we wanna break free from that mentality. We enjoy the food that we want from an aligned place non-judgmentally. And then we exercise from a place of nourishment and we're gifting our body with movement. There are five really, really important tips for your food relationship this Christmas. Um, take on board them. I know through some of them, I've gone through some things that you can write through. And then you could even just make a note of them as well, just to have them there as a reminder to even just look through to then have that visual aid of these are things that I can focus on to support your food relationship. So if you do have any questions off the back of any of those or anything you want to share, obviously never ever hesitate to go over to my Instagram at bestrong.coach. The link is in the show notes. You're more than welcome to drop me a DM over there and I can give you a little bit of advice, listen and give you some support if you need it. And then also if you don't use Instagram, um, I have left my email in the show notes as well and just share anything that you feel called to share off the back of this any further advice or questions that you've got I am always more than happy to receive them and give you some support and answers moving forward so don't hesitate to do that um and now let's jump on into the festive Q&A which I am super excited for um like I say as you know every year I go through some questions so this year I've actually <laughs> because this is how committed I am to the Q&A, been going around to people um, within my life, not just like random people on the streets, asking them for any festive Q&As that they've got me. And we've got a few, and we're gonna jump on into them. So if you want to a bit more of like a lot hotter listen, have a bit of a laugh, have a little bit of fun, have a bit of a chit chat, then keep listening to this next part of the episode. So let's jump on straight away. So the first one is... What's one Christmas song that makes you cringe? Now, I've not actually really le- read through these, so these are gonna be my answer off the top of my head. And there is actually one, and I can't think for the life of me what it is called. I just quickly had a little bit of a look to make sure <laughs> 
that I'm not like getting the name wrong of this song. But there is one song that really makes makes me cringe. And I don't know why. Like it has ever since I was younger. And it's that Happy Crimbo one by Bow Selector. Have you heard it? Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. Personally, I just don't like it. It's one of those that I have to turn off as soon as it comes on because it's just, it's not for me. It's not my thing. It's not, it's not my kind of song. Can't say I like it. Makes me cringe. Doesn't bring me joy. I just like, no, next one. Ne as soon as I hear the first beginning, I'm like, off next one. So that's probably the song that makes me cringe the most. Um, I know this is very like such a mixed topic for so many people because there are obviously like, some more popular Christmas songs that people are like, nope, not for me. So let me know on Instagram what song makes you cringe because I would love to know because I feel like it's such a, it's such a split debate, this one, of what songs people don't like. So I even know some people who don't like, like, All I Want For Christmas. So yeah, let me know which one you don't like on Instagram, but mine is definitely that Happy Crimbo one. Not for me, not my vibe, definitely not a fan. The second question that I was asked is the coolest gift I have given to somebody. Now, off the top of my head, I don't think there's like a gift that's screaming out that's like ridiculously cool. I guess it depends how you define cool. Um, I do think of like really quirky gifts for people sometimes and that's one of my favourite things because I love like giving presents, it's my favourite and I love that I can think of like really quirky gifts. Um, but I'd say probably one of the coolest that I've given, um, probably when me and my sister sent my parents away. I think that was pretty fucking cool because we like planned it all and that was like really exciting because like we actually planned it all. I don't know if you describe it as cool, but that's like the first one that comes to mind. I'm like, that was a pretty freaking sick gift. I'm not gonna lie. I remember planning it, sorting it all out and giving it them. And I was like, literally so gassed, <laughs> so excited to give them this present. Like I was so excited for it. So I'd probably say that one is when we um, we sent them away on like a little little holiday, a little trip away. Um, that was pretty freaking cool. Yeah, I think that one's probably my, the one that comes to mind that I'm like, yes, we absolutely nailed that present. Um, the second, uh, no, not the second, the third question is what kind of holiday shopper are you? So I am, in terms of shopping, I like mine done before December. I'm not a December shopper. I'm not a last minute kind of gal. I like to be organised and I like to be planned. I'm not too organised as in, you know, oh, oh, September, I know what I'm buying everybody. But I usually start in like beginning of November, Um, start thinking, get everyone's like ordered and sorted. So I'm more of like a, before December, I like everything to be ordered before we move into the December month. Um, I am also a bit of a Black Friday purchaser as well, I'm not gonna lie. So I do get some gifts in Black Friday and I freaking love it. So I'm more of like a November shopper, pre-Christmas, pre-December, I like everything to be bought, sorted, good to go. I don't like the stress of sorting stuff out in December. You know, it's too stressful. Don't like going shopping centers that much in December. It's way too busy, not a vibe for me. I prefer peace and quiet. Um, in terms of wrapping the presents though, that's a whole nother story. Now you probably think, Becca, you seem really organized, but I'm not. Wrapping presents, like, I freaking love. I love wrapping them. I love making them look all cute. I am that person who puts like baubles and candy canes on the wrapping because I go way too over the top every year. However, even though I love it, I have to give myself a serious kick up the arse to do it. It's one of those that I just, I'll put off and I'll put off and I'll be like, 
I actually need to get this sorted. But then when I do it, I love it, but I have to give myself that massive kick up the arse to actually do it. So that's kind of like where I'm at with um, the shopping. Um, but I always just love thinking of presents for people and getting them bought because I love giving presents at Christmas. I'm definitely more of a giver rather than a receiver if you know what I'm saying. So the fourth one that I was asked is what is a cherished family tradition? Now, I kind of had two answers for this one because I had a tradition when I was younger, which obviously I don't do now because I'm not a kid no more. And then there's also like some little traditions that we still do now anyway. From a kid, like one that always comes to mind, I literally used to freaking love it. So every Christmas Eve, um, I go out for dinner with my family and we've literally always done that. So what we do in the evening is we'll get like our jammers on, have hot chocolate, snacks. I used to do this as a kid um, and then watch, watch a Christmas movie. And then did anybody else have, was anyone else's mum's or uh, parental figure, anybody do this where you got the reindeer dust? Do you remember it? You know, that little bag? And I'm pretty sure it was just like oats and glitter. I, I don't really know what was in it, but you had like that reindeer dust. I used to freaking love that stuff. And we got in the front, it would be sprinkling everywhere. And I remember as a kid being so excited by this tradition. And every year we'd get it and I absolutely loved it. Obviously, like, I don't do that now. I don't go around sprinkling reindeer dust anymore. Um, but I used to love that as a kid. And that's probably one of my favorite traditions. Like the Christmas Eve evening was an absolute vibe. I guess now like traditions is putting up the Christmas tree of my family and obviously I've moved out but this year has been like my first year so I moved out in December 2021 so I've nearly been in well as you're listening to this I've been in the house for a year so going back to go do the Christmas tree with them like I've always put the tree up together as a family that's like a really cherished tradition doing that together we put Christmas music on it's always such a cute vibe I absolutely love that um and then probably Christmas day just going for a dog walk we've always done that as well it's kind of like get up we do gifts and stuff we go for a dog walk and it's always been something that we've done ever since we've had dogs and I feel like that's such a wholesome Christmas tradition that I absolutely love um so they're like my Christmas traditions that kind of spring to mind obviously there's so many others um but they're like the ones that I'm like I absolutely love these but I feel like the traditions around Christmas um are the best parts because they're just so wholesome I was actually having this conversation the other day actually and I was saying like, I don't know if anybody else feels the same, but I feel like Christmas has just shifted so much. Like I feel like so many people focus more on like the presents and what you get rather than the actual wholesome moments. And I don't know, I feel like the whole purpose of it and the mindset around it has just shifted so much. And like, I'm not here for it. Like don't get me wrong, I love giving presents, but it's not about that for me. It's about like these wholesome moments and these traditions and the memories and the time with people, like that for me is the magical part of it. And I feel like we just need to remember that a little bit more sometimes because it can be so easy to get that like sidetrack with like gifts and all this stuff. But it's actually about those wholesome moments, which I feel like are the most magical and cozy part about Christmas. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that as well. Cause I was literally having this conversation with um, Elliot the other day and I was like, it's really weird how it's changed because you remember like, I don't know if anybody else noticed it, but like when you're at school, all the, the main thing you'd be asked is like, oh, what did you get? Rather than like, how was your Christmas? I don't know if anyone else has like experienced that. Um, and I, you still get it now from people that, oh, what did you get for Christmas? Rather than saying like, how was your Christmas? And I feel like, it's become so focused on things that obviously are a part of Christmas, but that's not the main focus of it. So um, kind of 
shifting mindset for the wholesome moments I feel like it's really important like remember your traditions or remember the things that you enjoy about Christmas for the wholesome moments even if they're small like own them and just make time for them to enjoy them because that is to me anyway like the beauty of what Christmas is about but once again like if you've got any thoughts on that topic I'm more than happy to like chat through them and like hear your thoughts I think it's like a really um a really like important conversation to have. So don't ever hesitate to share me your thoughts on that one. Um, that went a bit deep. Let's go on to the next question. So the next one that I was asked is favorite part of Christmas dinner. Now, oh, oh, now this is a very controversial one, but I love roasted parsnips. Um, I think they are bloody amazing. Roasted parsnips are the absolute vibe and I get so excited for them every year because I only really have them at Christmas. So I feel like roasted parsnips is definitely up there. I am also a big lover of stuffing, love stuffing, um, and I'd probably say parsnip stuffing, I do love a pig in blanket as well, they're probably my favourite, but the pig in blanket depends what type of pig in blanket, as it, obviously I know they're all the same, but some pig in blankets are absolutely awful and some are really nice, so it has to be the type of pig in blanket that I like, they're probably my favourite, but one of my other favourite parts of Christmas as well is like after Christmas dinner, like Boxing Day, oh, like turkey and stuffing sandwiches or like you know where you have like oh anything with like stuffing sandwiches on like nice crispy rolls that is one of my favorite parts with a bit of gravy now we're talking literally get so excited for that every single year um so that's probably my favorite part of christmas dinner um i know parsnips are very controversial but personally i'm team parsnip (laughs) the next question is favorite christmas treat now I've been thinking, I was like, what is actually my favourite Christmas treat? And do you know what? The one thing that I love at Christmas, and it mainly only comes out around Christmas, is white Toblerone. I freaking love that stuff so much. It's actually insane. Um, Whether it's like the big bar of Toblerone, the mini white Toblerones, I love white Toblerone. It is so nice. So I'd probably say that's one of my favourite festive like treats, just because... Obviously, I know you can get them, but they're not really in the store at any other any other time of the year. And um, the white Toblerone, it mainly comes out around Christmas. And that for me is every time I see it in the store, I'm like, I need one now. I freaking love that stuff. So definitely white Toblerone is going to be up there. And the final question for this little festive Q&A is dream, dream place to go for Christmas. Now, I'm going to be completely upfront. I don't think I ever see myself not spending like actual Christmas day at home. I am such a home bunny. It's Bridget. Well, you probably already know this if you follow my Instagram. I am such a home bunny. Um, I love my home comforts. I just love Christmas at home. So right now anyway, like I don't think I ever see myself doing Christmas anywhere else at this moment in time. Who knows what happens in life, but I always think I'll be at home for Christmas because that's just me, I'm a home bunny, I like those like cozy vibes, it's just like, that's me, however, if I was to go away around Christmas, there's probably like two places that I'd love to go to around Christmas, so I would love to do like somewhere like the Lake Districts in like a cozy cottage, really cute vibe, do you know what I mean, something like that would be really cute, like on the countryside, loads of walk, really cute, log fire, maybe a little hot tub outside, that is like my favourite kind of thing, I love the cosy vibes, or even like um, a little cabin at Centre Parks, if anyone's ever been Centre Parks, you'll know, it's so freaking cute at Christmas, so something like that, or obviously I'm going to say this one, 
Disneyland, <laughs> Disneyland Paris or something like that around Christmas would be an absolute dream because we love Disney and I just think the vibes, like I've done Halloween, obviously I was like a child when I went at Halloween, um, but I have some memories of it, but Christmas, that would be a vibe and definitely one year I'll definitely do that. But I think like the main one would probably be like somewhere cute and cosy. I feel like that is definitely more up my alley. That is something that I'd love to do. Um, So yeah, they're probably my answers for that one. Um, Probably those two. I'm trying to think, is there anywhere else that like, I'd love to go? Um, I want to do like Blue Lagoon and all that stuff, but I don't really want to do it. It doesn't have to be at Christmas. So probably, yeah. Lake District, cute cozy cottage, hot tub, log fire, roast and marshmallows, blankets, really cute, really wholesome. That kind of vibe is probably for me or maybe a bit of Disneyland because who doesn't love Mickey Mouse Christmas in Disneyland? It's all the fun stuff. But anyway, they would probably be my answers for that one. Thank you so much though for joining me. As always, we love to do a Q&A and I do hope you've enjoyed just a little bit more of a fun part of the episode um, and also chucked in a few food relationship food relationship tips for you as well. Um, thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode. I really, really appreciate it and I hope you enjoy the episode. Anything you want to share off the back of this, any questions you want to ask, once again, share them to me either on Instagram or drop them to my email. They're in the show notes. Always happy, happy to answer anything, chat with you all because I appreciate you listening and I'm always there to help. But on that note, enjoy the rest of your week. We are nearly at Christmas now, so enjoy the festivities in a way that suits you. My DMs are always open if you need to chat to somebody and go have a fabulous, fabulous week. And I'll speak to you all in the next episode.